0: Here we go, episode 165 of The Brian Oak Show. I'm Brian Oak, and this is a show, thus the name. It's very clever, very deep.
1: A lot of spitballing with this one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Months of preparation and product development. The R&D team was exhausted by the time we came up with the Brian Oak Show name, but here we are. And you know what? I have to admit, we have a very dedicated and loyal following. And in the world of podcasts, where there are, we're approaching one million podcasts out there right now. No That's- lie.
1: It's disgusting. I mean, well,
0: it, it's glutted, right? It's a lot. Yes. The fact that there are between two and 3,000 of you that listen to each episode, or at least download them. I don't even know if you listen to them. But for our metrics, it doesn't matter. But I do hope you listen to them, because we do take some pride in this show, in terms of selecting music, in terms of talking to guests, and in terms of doing the best we can. I am Brian Oak, and that is Sean Bernard. It is The Brian Oak Show, and we're recording here in the Smart Start MN Studio. Smart Start being our primary and naming sponsor. And you brought up something very interesting to me mere moments ago, Sean, where you said, you know... One of the fun things about doing this show, because, you know, you and I both have busy lives outside oh, yeah. of this place, and we're like, I was doing this thing and that thing, and every once in a while, you're like, oh, i got to go record a podcast. <laughs> but then, like our most recent episode, 164, which everybody should listen to, one of the most promising up-and-coming artists out of Minnesota, nerdy, rapper, young guy, articulate, brilliant, bright, funny, insightful, smart, political, fearless, just incredible on every level. And I knew all those things were true, but I've never really sat down and talked to him before. And you brought up, man, does it feel good to get your batteries recharged by talking to a real human being?
1: Well, that's what was cool about yesterday and happens on the show quite a bit is that, you know, you've heard their music, you know, you a lot of these bands, you've heard their music, you've heard them do this or that, but you've never heard them do a long form interview. And it's such a they're such fun conversations. They're obviously not scripted. <laughs> like clearly. We're just, we're just clearly just walking our way through it. And by the end of it, what's cool is some of them that I'm sure, I'm sure some of them were like, what have I gotten myself into? doing
0: <laughs> podcast?" Oh, I think today's guest probably is wondering right now. She and I have never met. We know yeah. almost nothing about each other. Yeah. She's probably dreading coming over here from her day job, but we're going to get there.
1: I actually left, you know, yesterday again, I was kind of dealing with some other crap and. Left the show being like God, that was freaking fun today. What a cool experience! And I loved uh, his brand of rap. I just loved yep. it. So I went and listened to a bunch of his other songs and sent some along to friends and family. And well, and, 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 and so
0: was. and when I I think when I compared him to Childish Gambino, obviously Donald Glover is one of the most interesting, challenging, and talented people mm-hmm. in the game today. But I don't know that Nerdy's that far off. I mean, sometimes you hear a great local rapper, right? And you're like, that guy's talented or that woman's talented. But then you hear certain people who are like, there's no reason that isn't national caliber, international caliber production. His production, his lyrics... His ability to flow all of it, but then to sit down and talk to him and find out he's just a regular everyday suburban nerd like you and me, <laughs> but but I'm frankly smarter and more articulate yeah. and way well. way more charisma than you or me <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you know what I mean like yeah. to find out but then to be able to have this sort of endless conversation, we went so long over our limit yesterday and I felt like we barely scratched the surface so if you list, if you didn't if you missed the last one, please go back and listen to episode one sixty four with nerdy because he was poised to own twenty. 20 and then 2020 owned all of us. And now he's slowly getting back into it. Um, and it should be his year. He's someone who's deserving of all the accolades, fame, any commensurate things that come along with that, like, you know, wealth, speedboats, whatever the case may be.
1: You know, I think everybody needs uh, earbuds are nice, but I think over the ear earphones, listen to that episode. Yeah. And then if anybody, let's just say that you have a spouse needs to talk to you, needs something done. You can just give them the, oh, just listening, finishing oh, up this hang podcast. A, hang on, just, and, and it's, it's like, like an, an hour, hour 20. Yeah, it's an hour 20. Just, oh, just give me, I just need to, I promised somebody I would finish this.
0: It's kind of like me second, the, the halfway through any Minnesota Vikings season when it's clearly over. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, I, I, hey, I got to watch the game. Even though it's clearly the season is over. Yeah. It gives me three hours on a Sunday to sit by myself in front of the television. This and, is
1: my one thing. Right. I just need, it's Can my I just one have thing? this one thing? <laughs>
0: To ram food into my food <laughs> exactly. hole and pretend to be interested in a team that's clearly shit the bed already that season. Honey, would you make chili? Coming up like on to th- <laughs> today's right. podcast, a young woman who has the coolest name. I, so I, we're friends on Facebook, right? But yeah. I don't really know her. I've heard her band. I know her band. They do cool pop punk stuff, some ska influence stuff. They're called the Von Tramps, which is hilarious because like the Von Traps, right? Yes. Sound of music. Yes. But the Von Tramps largely female band. I think they have a guy on drums, or at least they used to. We're going to find out as I dig into her brain coming up in just a little bit. But her name, again, a cool pop punk name, Jenna Enemy, is going to be our guest today. And we're going to talk to her just ahead. But listening to some of the Von Tramp's music getting ready for this particular podcast, it made me think about my love of women who rock. Mm. I've always been a fan. I've never been frightened of it. I've never found it threatening. I've never been like, well, that's cute that those women rock. Isn't that nice? Nice. that's never been no. my attitude. I think it's kind of very rock and roll when women rock. And one of my all all all-time favorites is Susie Quattro. She's an American and it took her a long time to get inroads. In fact, I think probably most people in America only know her as Leather Tuscadero from yeah. Happy Days. She was a superstar over in the UK for a few years. Absolutely amazing. It what did you just do? Remember the oh yeah
1: the <laughs> finger guns yeah exactly She'd but for her smack
0: her thigh a couple of times she and then had do the finger guns. the bodysuit on and the cool neck scarf yes. i mean again as i've said many times on the show because i've played a lot of her songs without her joan jett doesn't exist i am deeply thankful that they both exist and everything they spawned after them going back to Susie quattro's self-titled debut release and if you're into this go listen to everything she ever did but start at the beginning because she is so badass Susie quattro with 48 crash on the brian oak show Thank you Susie Quattro, and I know that every time I play Susie Quattro, I have a tendency to sound a little overeager. But I mean, certainly there were badass women in rock and roll before Susie Quattro, Your Wanda Jacksons, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But Susie Quattro came along during the dirtiest, sleaziest era of rock and roll—the early 1970s. And she wasn't afraid to be the one, right? That was the that was the realm of the dudes, and she wasn't afraid to be the sexual aggressor. She wasn't afraid to be the interesting one, the the one that was like, "No, I'm going to rock you. You don't mm-hmm. rock me, I rock you." And she was killer at it. And without her, we don't get a Joan Jet. There's so many people we don't get. My adoration and deep love of Susie Quattro. Is unqualified, and I will never stop apologizing for saying that she's one of the greatest of all time. And again, if you've never listened, a lot of people heard some later stuff like Stumbling In, and th- those are great records. And you know her as Leather Tuscadero, as we mentioned. But man, that very first, that debut self-titled release uh, is is one of my favorite 1970s records of all time one of the greatest rock records of all time it is the brian oak show episode 165 we'll get to our guests momentarily but first we should probably mention we are recording this in the smart start mn studio located near 48th in chicago in south minneapolis smart start mn they are minnesota's original ignition interlock company what does that mean well it means that at some point You or someone dear to you or someone you know and want to help screwed up. They drank and they drove and they lost their effing license. And now you got to put your life back together. Not the end of the world, but you made a bad mistake. And you are going to lose your license if that happens to you. And now what do you do? Because having been there myself many, many years ago, more than two decades now, I remember taking my daughter to daycare in a taxi cab every day. Winning. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Nope. That is small dick energy is what that is right there. Okay. Uh, And uh, it's not cool. And you need to drive right to do the things that you need to do to get your life back in order. Nobody will help you get there faster more inexpensively, and frankly, they're one of us. They're the originators of this system. They're from Minnesota. Lots of interlopers have come along the way, but our friends at Smart Start were the first, and they're the ones who worked with the legislature and the judiciary to put this program together, and they're also gigantic music fans. Both Ed and Mike love music, so it was an easy and early relationship that we formed with them a lot of love there so it's already affordable but if
1: you go to smartstartmn.com dot com slash the brian oak show that will give you an additional 20 percent off the installation of the ignition interlock
0: i always say that it's weird that i don't ever want you to contact our sponsor don't drink and drive but you know what that's one of those lessons, like so many in life, that people have to learn themselves, and you will learn it. And when you do, please make sure you contact our good friends at Smart Start MN, and you can go to Smart Start MN slash The Brian Oak Show. It is The Brian Oak Show, and every week we like to have a guest. Sometimes they're entrepreneurs. Sometimes they're chefs. Sometimes, believe it or not, they've been religious leaders or political figures. More often than not, though, they are musicians because music is the central thread that runs through this entire show. And today's guest is someone who I've been excited to meet for a while because I know her band, the Von Tramps, which, by the way, brilliant, brilliant nice. name, right? But only surpassed by the brilliance of her own pseudonym, which there's a flow, there's a meter, there's a rhythm to it. And there's also sort of it, again, like the Von Tramps, perfectly encapsulates what the Von Tramps do. Her name perfectly encapsulate that sort of pop punk rock and roll attitude, Jenna Enemy. Hi, how are you?
2: Hi, Brian. It's How nice, are you? It's good. So it's nice good. to, it's to, nice meet, to you. meet you. I mean,
0: we've been friends on social media for a while, yeah. but we've never really crossed paths before, have we?
2: No. This is so special. I love the face-to-face.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's I'm, we're getting back to a point, right? After a yeah. year of not seeing anybody, or when you do walk out of the house, you're covered in a hazmat suit and don't know what anybody looks like anymore, right? <laughs>
2: That's true. Or in Minnesota, a parka.
0: Yeah, well, it's yes. Hard to tell what anybody <laughs> Zip
2: looks like, all ever. the
0: way up, and, exactly, throughout the winter. But here we are. Things are starting to open up, and as a musician... I have to imagine that you're excited about what the next few months the next year looks like.
2: I can't describe it. I mean, just beyond thrilled. It's like a renaissance. Everybody's just so excited to be back out, you know? And, and I shows can't
0: wait. are shows are getting announced by the dozens on the daily. Like I went from like not having any plans ever because I don't really do anything other than go see shows to now I'm like, "Oh, oh, I have my first conflict coming up where pardon me. There are two shows that I want to see in one night. I don't remember the last time that happened. Are you going to be all right? I have the hiccups. Should Give me, one second. Just Thomas really Police?
2: excited <laughs> to meet me, you guys. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm really sorry this he's happens. I haven't met Jenna enemy
0: me before, Sean. Don't embarrass it's me. Okay, <laughs> it's
2: okay. It happens.
0: <laughs> I have the perfect hiccup cure, by the Are way. You Would you like to hear right it now, Brian? That'll come later. <laughs> That's true. The crying always comes in the later part of the show, oh, Sean. Man, I'm sorry. Actually, Jenna, he's, it sounds like he's joking, but the crying actually does happen quite <laughs> a bit does. on this show. Get ready. Uh, I do have the perfect hiccup remedy, but what I have to do is slow down myself. It's the end of a long week, and so I just need to breathe and relax and think about things. <sighs> okay, so we're getting back to regular life. I do want to mention, Jenna, you're wearing a killer T-shirt that says... Oh, thank you. ...record store jerks saved my life. My So oh, I just got back into radio, but for a year and a half I wasn't in radio. And the only two things I did for Livelihood was this podcast... And work at a record store in Hopkins. So,
2: yeah, Mill City, right?
0: Exactly. I love which, that record oh, store. Oh, man, so good and so deep, and there's way too much there. And frankly, it's kind of a net zero game for me because a zero-sum game because I spent basically every dollar I ever made there at the record store itself. It was a terrible <laughs> idea That's for a That's why they hired
3: you. Yeah. Exactly. So
0: before we talk about the Von Tramps and getting back to playing live music and the things you have coming up, like playing with Dolly Rots, which is super cool, by We're the way. We're
2: so excited. We wanted to do that before the pandemic. Right. And we got to reschedule.
0: Okay, so it's coming up. We'll talk coming about up. all that in a bit. But first of all, I would like to take a couple minutes and get to know exactly who the hell Jenna Enemy is, if you don't mind me asking. Where are you from?
2: This is a lot
0: to unpack. Well, no, 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 we don't. We're not, we're not writing an autobiography, nor is this a 16 part series. I want, I want the elevator speech version. Where are you from?
2: I'm from Northeast Minneapolis.
0: Okay. So you were born and raised Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. This is your home.
2: This is my home.
0: I love it. Well, that's a big part of what we do on the podcast too, is people asked me all the time early on, well, what's the podcast about? I didn't realize it had to be about something, but what it's kind of come to reveal itself as, and Sean, I think you'll agree with this. Is the stories of the people who make up this community. Mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of people who listen outside of this community, but really the people we have on are the people who, like I said, whether they're artists, entrepreneurs, political figures, musicians, whatever, they're the ones who literally make this community. And we all are very proud of living here right I mean this oh absolutely it's our home right and so th- what informs that and the conversations that help us articulate what it means to live in the twin cities and surrounding area that's what this is about so you grew up in northeast at what point does music introduce introduce itself to you prior to performing when do you fall in love with music immediately okay well I mean
2: immediately in the womb I'm in the womb probably okay. I mean my, my dad was a musician okay um, what'd your dad play he, he sang and he played hand percussion and guitar and it was just always something that we did
0: so um, music was in your house literally from the time you can remember
2: yes my sister is a musical theater person okay um and she's 10 years older than me and she was kind of like sister mom you yep. know well, um, oh no when
0: she's 11 and you're one she's the babysitter <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah exactly exactly right. so
2: I mean it was always singing and dancing and then my dad had the you know the rock and roll influence and my mom was a big fan of Alice Cooper, Aerosmith, all oh. that. So I, I just- Oh, so you
0: grew up in one of those houses.
2: I grew up in a very cool house. I, I mean, a
0: super cool house, <laughs> yeah. but let's be honest, it probably smelled a little bit like weed. No, <laughs> no, surprisingly. I, don't believe, you, I, I mean, don't believe you, Jenna. I don't believe you. I don't know. We have lots of
2: Glade, I guess.
3: Glade air <laughs> yeah, I don't know. exactly.
0: Insects. <laughs> we went out to the garage for that yeah. sort of thing. So you grew up, I mean, literally around rock and roll. And my parents had some cool records, too. And yeah. I'll be honest, it wasn't always, oh, I can't even say it. My mom will kill me. There was just—my mom never did, but there might have been the slightest smell— of marijuana on rare occasion <laughs> in my house but my dad had a great record collection. Sure, my mom loved sure. music too so it was always important to me. So you grew up and it's always part of you. You get into school. Do you start playing an instrument? Do you yes. sing in choir? What happens? Yes,
2: all of it. I mean, I did show choir. I did marching band. I did pep band. I did all of it.
0: Wow, what did you play in band?
2: I played drums Okay, actually. Right on. <laughs> I liked them because they were very loud and fun. Yeah. Um. So I played drums and but you know it's, it's weird because when I started getting really serious about music that's when my parents pulled away from it
0: really and they were like oh no you don't,
2: you don't want to do that you don't want to do that as a career yeah. i think they were trying to protect me because yeah. they knew they knew what this tough would be yeah
0: they want better for you they want
2: better right
0: are you sure you don't want to go to college and take a serious degree
2: exactly
0: and you're like fuck no i want to play
4: the drums i want to rock and roll exactly uh-huh.
2: yeah since i was young and you know my stepdad was like i was like i'm just like kiss you love kiss i'm like kiss and he goes I love Kiss. I don't want my daughter to be Kiss. Like, so there was a lot of that growing up. But I just, you know, I never gave up on it. I just, I always had to go back to it. I would try to do something else, uh-huh. and music would just pull me right back, and right. I couldn't stop. Um, it's just so special. It just really speaks to my soul, and I love the connection. Right. I love being able to, you know, see on stage that the things that I'm saying and the things I'm doing is making an impact with this person. And I can tell, and I'm, I'm taking something from this person too. I'm getting, you know, joy from them. And it's just such a cool thing.
0: Well, and something that we've all missed, you know, as Sean and I are both music junkies, like we don't, we don't really create we, but we go out and we're part Mm -hmm. of that symbiotic relationship where, and we've all been missing that we're all starving for it. Right. So it's wonderful to see it coming back. So a little bit more of your backstory before we get back to what it's going to look like moving forward you are young. You are into music. Your parents are like, well, you don't want to know. I don't want that for you. But you have clear enough eyes. I can tell sometimes by looking at people, you have not succumbed to all of the perils of rock and roll decadence. You've gone deep into rock and roll. But you can tell when someone's got the thousand yard stare. It's like, no, rock and roll ate that one up too. <laughs> you still seem to have the energy in you. So at what point do you decide, you know what? I'm doing a band. I mean, what, what was, I mean when did you have your very first band?
2: Um. Sixth grade, okay. So, so nice. like, but it wasn't a serious. You know, it wasn't a serious. Well, of course, band. you're not it trying to get friends. a recording yeah. contract, but garage you are actually band.
0: you're playing in the garage yeah. on actual yeah. instruments. What was that yeah. band called?
2: Um, we were called Empire, named after uh, nice. Empire
3: Records.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I remember again. Records storage right? saved yeah. my yeah. life. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. So I mean, it's named Empire. What kind of band were you? And what was the first cover that you mastered? Because nobody starts out writing no. their own shit.
2: No. Well, we did have some of our own songs in sixth yes. grade. But wow. uh, our first cover was Kiss Me by Sixpence, None the Richer. Holy did, cowboy, um, but
0: did you do it like a little right, more rocked yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, like, there's a lot of, so Von Tramps, for people who don't know, do kind of a cool pop-punk vibe, right? I mean, would you yeah. say that's, that's fair? It's not the only thing you do, yeah. but it's part of the lifeblood of what it you is, do. It is,
2: absolutely. And,
0: and bands in that vein, you know, I'm going to the Warp Tour and watching so many bands in that vein cool amped up covers like me first in the gimme gimmies. that's their whole bit right Mm -hmm. i mean everything they do they pick these great covers but ramp them up a little bit so i'm imagining that's what you did with kiss me tell me about your first original song that you felt proud of what was it called do you remember
2: oh my goodness that's hard um I, I wrote a song with this band called Cemetery Lights, and it was a horror punk band. Nice. It, it was very cool because- Like horror
4: pops. Yes, yes. like horror
2: pops, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, it was just really cool to put a little bit of parameters on my creative. Yeah. Um, because before, the world was my oyster. I could write anything. I could right. do anything. But when you put yourself in a little box, it kind of makes things challenging, more fun, a little crazy. and well, It so, gives
0: we, you a vision, though. It gives you a mission yeah. statement. So, I mean, we're talking songs about vampires, zombies, graveyards, ghosts. Yes.
2: Skeleton yes, all girls, of all yes, of it, all of it, yeah. And I, in this whole thing, it was like mixing <laughs> musical it. theater and a rock band because yeah. my character was like an undead Marilyn Monroe. Uh huh. So I was a character who was coming back, <laughs> yeah, from the dead, and I was like this '50s bombshell. So all the songs had to kind of tie into this, right? Um, and I think my favorite song from that era was called "Zombie Boyfriend," and it yeah. was about this this woman who's going to, like, actually, like, hunt down this, you know, <laughs> zombie boyfriend. And yeah. then I had another one that was called um, Live Forever, and that song was about a PBS special that I saw where they were growing organs in jars yeah. and then transplanting them like, we were, ca- like we're cars, you yeah. know, like just taking out a car part and, popping it in and you're good for another few thousand miles you know you
0: know that shit's real right i mean that that day's coming yeah it's coming talk about dystopian future but only for the rich no that's that's unfortunately way too real i wish that was only (laughs) confined to your horror pop punk band that you used to be in so that starts in sixth grade you do bands throughout high school then
2: throughout high school all throughout high school um
0: were there other were there other great names in there like Empire? Were there other great band names in there?
2: Yeah, there was there was one that was called Who Asked Simon? As in like Simon <laughs> says, like that yes. was like a like Who fucking asked uh, Simon? Yeah, right.
0: Who are you to tell me what to do, Simon? <laughs> I'll turn around when I feel like it.
2: Yes, ah. there was one called Drat. Like oh Drat. Um, right. There was there was a, a punk band called General Direction that was based off of Monty Python. <laughs> right. I fart in your general yeah, direction. Yeah,
1: of course. Oh, yeah. Yep. Holy Grail. Um, I yes, know it well. Yes.
2: There were there were so many, you know, cheesy names. I mean, band names are meant to go on flyers and make people just go, what? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but the Von Tramps, I think that's my, that's my perfect angel baby. Like, I just love that name. Well, so well I
0: mean, when you land on the right thing, I mean, for every, I mean, so everyone's seen Sound of Music, right? I mean, everybody has and the Von Tramps yeah. legendary and a real life band as well as a real life family band as oh, yeah. well as being immortalized in that Academy Award winning film. But the Von Tramps, there's just, it, it does the right thing. And let's be honest. I mean, I love I went. So I mean, when I'm going to have a guest on the show, I have to admit I troll and and totally go through their social media quite a bit. Just to see if I can get any good tidbits. There's a fantastic picture somewhere on one of your social media feeds that says female fronted is not a genre. I love that. I love it very, very yes. much yep. because I'm a huge fan of women in rock and roll. But when you call someone female fronted, it's almost like you're automatically limiting it before anybody can listen to it. Yes. Von Tramp's. I mean, there's what, a dude in the band?
2: Yeah, he's, I mean, we have a rotating drummer, so we don't even have. It it could be any drummer at at any given time. So, who
0: are your other bandmates?
2: So, my other bandmates are my best friend, Chelsea Oxborough. She's the guitarist. Right. And then my best friend, Cassandra Amphenson. She's the bass player. Right. And that's it. You just
0: called them both your best friend. I mean, which one's really the best friend?
2: It it just depends. They're going to have a melee to the death. I'm just going to see who who survives. (laughs) Who survives?
0: There can be only one a Highlander in the Von Tramps. Yes. Before we talk more about the Von Tramps and what the future looks like after this ridiculous year we've just had, because not getting out. It's killed music fans yes, like us, yes. and it's killed music, and not killed, but you know what I mean, <laughs> robbed us of an important part of the thing that we value and that we make part of our lives, which are already precious short, and we lost a damn year on that. I hate it. I want to hear some Von Tramps, so I want you to tell me when this song came out, and I want you to tell me what this song is about, and then we're going to listen to it.
2: This is 14B. This is a song I wrote, gosh, three years ago, maybe three years ago, um, and it's, it's, uh, it's about falling back in love with your city. I, I loved Minneapolis. I was here mm. my whole my whole life, but it wasn't until I started traveling a lot that I realized how cool Minnesota is. And we I had a friend come here from Chicago, and I was taking him around and showing him all the cool stuff about Minnesota. And, and there's a lot. And there's a lot. And he was a big Replacements fan as well. Wow. So I was, you know, I, I went, and I, I went to where this picture was taken. You've yeah. got this picture from um, their Let It Be album. Mm-hmm. Um, I showed him everything. I mean, all of Uptown and Treehouse and, and all that. And I just fell back in love with my city. And so this song is just it's a love song to my city and how amazing this city is.
0: Jenna, why is there so much shouting? What are you so mad about?
3: (laughs) I have so much energy. Can't help
0: it. I drink
2: a lot of coffee.
0: I can tell. The light's coming out (laughs) of the top of your head. I totally get it. Jenna Enemy is our guest. She is the person who stands out in front, but she's part of a team, and that team is called the Von Tramps. And we'll talk more about that in just one moment. Let's instead, right now, very briefly, get to our other sponsor, good friend of mine, co owner of the LLC and Realtor, 4 Diner Dyna Realty, that'd be one Sean Bernard. Sean, how are you?
1: I am doing fine. It's the end of the week. It is, it is. Friday,
0: mother bleeper.
1: I, I think we're all happy about that.
0: <laughs> oh, man. You know, I, again, I love the fact that I'm back doing radio now, but I kind of forgot just how sweet the nectar of Friday is <laughs> after you get up at 4 a.m. for five days in a row, and you're like, you know what's happening tomorrow on my Saturday? Absolutely. And, nothing.
1: And you can wake up tomorrow morning and then... Go
0: right back to sleep again. Oh, it's 9 o'clock. I've overslept for nothing. (laughs) See you at dinner. Uh, Anyway, that's not (laughs) what we're talking about right now. Right now, what we're talking about is your life as a realtor because, again... With interest rates where they are and with housing values finally starting to go back to where they yeah. should be, there's never been a better time to sell. But the word on the street is you might then have to live in a refrigerator box because there's no inventory and nothing to buy. Yeah, I'd like, Unless you want to go back and buy your own house.
1: Yeah, I'd like to thank the Star Tribune for putting another story out today about <laughs> what a tough market it is to buy right now. It's really, still really helping possible you to buy a house right now. Well, because, because other people are selling. Yes, they are. Yeah. And the interest rates are low. And in fact, the inventory is starting to come up and up and up. Oh, it is. It started- Things are moving in the right sensationalize direction. Sensationalize things. So,
0: Wait a minute. The media sensationalizes little, just things? Just a little bit. Paints it in broad strokes? Exactly. Is that real? Yeah.
1: If you know mm, somebody God, who's looking to buy or sell, 612-859-2594, and this year, maybe even forever, uh, if you if if I help somebody buy or sell, mm-hmm. I give away a portion of every sale to a local artist or musician. Oh. And it's the choice of the buyer or the seller that they get to say, okay, this is, you know, I love the Von Tramps. I want them to...
0: I was going to say, let me be very yeah, clear about sure this. If a Von Tramps, the Von Tramps fan is like, I'm selling my house. Oh, and by the way, you take part of that commission you yes. got there, Viper. Exactly And you make right. sure you put it in, you go buy some merch, buy some cool-ass Von Tramps t-shirts. Herb <laughs> Tarlick RIP. Oh, man. I know. That's a hard one. For people who are oh. old enough to remember WKRP in Cincinnati, I... I now, again, you and I both put more than a quarter century into radio, yes, and um, Herb Tarlick was a cartoon. Yes. However, I've known 50 Herb Tarlicks yes, in you my have. life. Yes, a- you As have. much of a cartoon as he was on WKRP, that's not entirely inaccurate when it comes to some of the cheesier end of radio sales. That's exactly right. Mm.
1: Brian, I have an angle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Here's oh wait, wait, thinking. the guy who wears the belts to match the shoes? Yeah. Tell me how people get a hold of you.
1: Six one two eight five nine two five nine four. That number is also
0: textable. Since we're talking about contact information and Sean and I have made it very clear over the course of this pandemic, whether we're talking to restaurateurs or entrepreneurs or musicians this is a time where it's important to support the things you love because when we come out and we're starting to blossom it's coming back very quickly but it's been a difficult year and a half for a lot of people if people want to purchase your music not just stream but purchase your music buy your merchandise your t-shirts your fanny packs, your branded boomerangs, whatever it is that you may sell as part of the Von Tramps, what is ground zero? What's the best place for people to go to stay on on, on top of it?
2: Well, obviously the best place is to come to a show and come see us. Yes. But but if you're stuck, see you stuck, live
0: and buy the merch at the yeah, table. Right. Yeah,
2: but if you're stuck and you want to order online, uh, just go to www.thevontramps.com slash store. You'll see everything. And everything is made to order and ship same day. So whatever you want, go ahead, order it perfect we have all sizes we have everything in stock so
0: and see i'm not i'm not like wholeheartedly against streaming but i am against it as a lifestyle because that bands don't get to make any money no buy tickets at the show i can't remember the last time i went to a show and didn't buy a t-shirt unless i really hated it and that's one out of 50 shows Yeah. yeah My collection of rock T-shirts is actually sort of crippling. I don't know what to do with all of them. They're they're slowly spilling out of the room like some sort of toxic spill. Yeah. But what a cool toxic spill, right? Like all these <laughs> rock T-shirts. So support the bands that you yes. love. Get out there. Buy their records when their records come out. Go to band camp and pay them to actually give the bands money yes. because... As we come out of this pandemic, I want my favorite restaurants there. I want my favorite bike shops there. I want all these bands to keep playing. I want the venues to be there for the bands to play at. Right. It's been a hard time. So what was the pandemic like for the Von Tramps? I mean, did you have a whole bunch of shit scheduled for 2020 and then had to shut it all down?
2: Oh my gosh, yes, we did. And it was it was tragic. I mean, we're we're 100% DIY band. Right. We mm-hmm. don't have any help. We don't have managers. We don't have anything. So we were so like Booking
0: tours and everything. It's everything. It's all you. It's
2: all us. Well I mean, done. we work. We work our butts off to make sure that you know we can we can you know do cool things, and then whatever we make, it just rolls right back in, and we just keep doing cool things. Um, so that's why you know the merch and everything is so important, right? Um, and we spent so much time booking a tour to South by Southwest. Um, we had another really neat regional tour coming up, and then we had another, I think, West Coast run coming, and, I mean, just all of it, done.
0: Mm. Just, completely, just completely, I mean, completely done. so many artists we've talked to in the last year, that was the story, they, yeah. and they had plans, right? I mean, yeah. this was your year, and things are building, and you feel mm-hmm. the momentum, and then everyone's lives got completely shut down. Right. So what was your initial gut reaction, all right? So now it's all getting shut down, and it keeps moving on and on. You're like, oh, this is gone, this is gone. Now we realize, okay, we're literally not doing anything the rest of this year, where does that where's Jenna enemy then? Where are the von tramps then? Do you think all right then we either have to come up with a either we buckle down and get creative, we curl up in a ball and cry <laughs> until it's all over. I'm not joking no, you know, I know, some people I know got super some people got very right. creative during the lockdown yeah. other people we all just sort of wandered around a room hoping something would happen
2: so it it was a little different for me. It was um. I kind of had a little intel that it was that it was happening because I had a lot of friends that were in different countries playing in bands. I have friends in um, Italy and I have friends in England and I was asking them what's going on. You know, are you are you shutting down? What's what's happening? What is this thing really like? Um, so before we even shut down, had mandates, anything like that, I knew it was bad and I knew it was coming. So I I actually pulled the plug on our South by Southwest tour ahead of time before things were shutting down. And that was the hardest decision I've ever had to make in my life my bandmates were very upset with me. Well, was, there,
0: was there pushback? They're like, you're taking this way too seriously. Yes. You, you're being, you being alarmist, yes. you're panicking, there was, but absolutely. it turned out you were completely right.
2: Yeah, and I don't want to say it like that because I don't want to, you know, who wants to who wants to rub stuff in people's faces? I
4: but, do. Me, I
1: like to do it. That's actually sort of Sean's I just,
4: vibe. I,
2: I I, wanted to protect everyone. I wanted to keep everybody safe. The drummer we were taking on tour only had one lung. And oh. when I heard this was a pneumonia yeah. uh, disease, a, a and, and disease. A breathing disease? a breathing. I was just like no no just no, no chances right, whatsoever right. I mean it's permanent damage for, for mm. people and, and we could kill somebody that somebody else loves and that's just sad
0: your drummer so. wasn't named Rick was he no <laughs> Oh, because I know a drummer with one lung I do
2: they're probably a part of a club
0: uh, the one the one lung drummers
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: that's a band name <laughs> the name of my that's new acoustic perfect. side project exactly yeah. Yeah. so in any event you have to shut this all down I did so then what then what do you as a band or you as a person like mm. all right I'm a creative type and this right. is a big part of my life Yeah. Sure, we all have day jobs. But this is this is the dream. This is the stuff that gives you fire and gives you life. Yes. And now that's gone. What do you decide you're gonna do with twenty twenty? Well the
2: first few months was the roll up in a ball and cry and hate your life for a while. Uh Um and then once I got over that, you know, I found kind of a new faith in myself and I started writing a lot and then you know I started calling Chelsea to come over and I said, Let's just see what happens. Like let's just start working on a new album now. And then maybe by the time this is all over, we've got it and we've got it done. So she came over, I think, every Saturday, and we did that thing where we kind of quarantined together, mm-hmm. um, and we, we practiced outside whenever possible. We right. rode outside, and you know, and then we quarantined, wore masks and oh, everything. Oh, Sean
0: and I have been in this small room that yes. we're in right yeah. now, the Smart Start <laughs> MN studio, yeah. virtually every week of yeah. the quarantine, and, wiping it down with bleach, wearing yeah, right. masks. I get it, right? And
2: Chelsea and I were both essential workers, so mm-hmm. we were yeah. out there anyway, and so we were like, we're already taking a big risk for someone else's dream. Right. Let's take a risk for our dream. Yeah. Love that. You know, so- um, so we started writing together, and before we knew it, I mean, it was fast. We had, gosh, 18, 19 songs mm. ready to go.
0: That's a lot of songs. Were they all yeah. good?
2: Yeah, we okay. loved them all. And so we actually, when we started planning recording, it, everything was still shut down. And so we were just going to take the COVID test together, quarantine together with the producer and work it out. Wow. Um, things started opening up as we were out there. Mm. Uh, we We went to Colorado to record this record with our mm-hmm. producer, Dustin. Um, but we ended up doing 14 songs in 12 days.
0: Wow. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's also economical and a smart move, (laughs) but I mean- Cranking out a whole song, you know, no matter what people think about music, if you've ever spent any time in a studio, yes. not that I've recorded a record, but I've been around more than a few uh-huh. musicians in my life. That's not a small feat to go from, here's the basic idea, lay down the tracks. Even if you're putting in 12-hour days, knocking out 14 songs in 12 days is pretty big.
2: Oh, it was brutal. I, it, me- I wow. mean, we were exhausted. I, You know the stories of, like, rock stars and what they do? Oh, yeah. I mean, we would, we would get back from the from the studio and we would make dinner together and we'd be in bed by 9.30. Of course. Like, it was just, we're done. <laughs> yeah. Like we can't, we'd watch an episode of like Catfish or something stupid. <laughs> right, on right, TV, right, right, right. And we would just be like, okay, good night everybody. It was almost like we were in high school again with our parents. <laughs> it's just...
0: <laughs> well, but, so that's the thing. You've got work to do. I remember... Yeah. Um, When I worked at The Current, we did a podcast series, a a three-episode thing about Husker Du, right? And you think, oh, punk rock band. They're all over the map. They're everything. (laughs) I had the opportunity to interview Henry Rollins and ask him what he remembered about the times that Husker Du would come out to the SST studios. He's like, those guys worked 16 hours a day. They slept under desks. They got back up first thing in the morning. They had a cup of coffee. They were in the studio for the next 16 hours. He's like, I've never (laughs) seen a band Put I mean, even compared to Black Flag, he's like, I've never seen a band put that kind of hours in. But that's what it is, right? That's I mean, how we are. There is fun on the road. There can be parties. There can be that exuberant, crazy punk rock show. But when it's time to do work, it's time to do work.
2: And we're really serious about our work. And, yeah. we, and we know because it matters to people. Yeah. It matters to us and it matters to people that listen. And so we want to make the best possible product we can right. for them. Yep. You know, um, we don't know how these songs are going to relate to people. We want to make sure that they're their best. So. Yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting time. We went out to Fort Collins, uh, Colorado. I've never been out there. It was beautiful. I mean, mountains everywhere. Did you
0: mostly go for the legal weed?
2: No. <laughs> Everybody thinks we smoke weed. We yeah. don't smoke weed. Jenna? Um, no, actually, funny story. This is a safe place. <laughs> I saw Sublime. I saw Sublime plus Rome. <laughs> they smoke weed.
0: Okay, uh, yes. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, they so smoke weed. A
2: friend of ours is the trombone player, uh, You know, Gabe McNair from No Doubt and Sublime. And yeah, we yeah. were spending time with him in the green room. And he hands me- Get a- it? The
0: green room, I get Sean. it. Oh, I got okay, it. Okay, I think I know I where this it. is going. You yep. know,
2: he hands me something and I'm like, oh, I actually don't do that. And he was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, just shocked. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you know, obviously
0: And again, I got no judgment for people who no. don't do it, but I'm like, oh, we're gonna go record our album in Jamaica, or we're gonna go <laughs> record yeah. our yeah. album in Colorado. Gosh. you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna record in Amsterdam. <laughs> Great yeah. idea. Mm, so. I wish I
2: could do it, but I'm just, I'm so paranoid already. Like, I, you yeah. were just thinking, well, but I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> and some is gonna find out. It's illegal. I, I know. <laughs> also, I know. <laughs>
0: also, as a singer, it's probably good that you don't yeah, do that Yeah,
2: I know. I just am such a square. I'm sorry, guys. Nothing more interesting. Oh. <laughs> now,
0: here's the deal. Here's the deal. That's so, you, out. you went to school the North Suburban Cultural Corridor like I did. That's not Fridley. Lots of people up that way smoke plenty of weed. There's That's nothing true. wrong with not smoking weed. It's just, you know, when I hear Colorado, everyone's like, oh man, we got to go to Colorado and get that good, good, you know, Everybody get that loud. That. You know what I'm talking about? They do say that. So, I'm you go there, you crank out a record. <laughs> yes. And, um,. How do you feel about it? I mean, obviously as, yeah. as as the artist as as, you know, the the person who sings the songs, you're going to say you love it. But how much do you love it? I mean, do you, were you happy with what you came away with?
2: I was really happy. I mean, we we made it a statement that we were going to do a record that made people feel good because this last year everybody's felt like
0: crap. Yep. Correct.
2: So, every song we were like, let's do something that that tells people, you know, stories about life that will Empower them or lift them up or, or make them make a change today to get what they want. Yeah. You know, and there's no risk in that. And, so we, we went in, we did basically fourteen songs of that and it just felt like being cheerleaders and we were exhausted by the end of yeah. it <laughs> because we were cheering ourselves on it at the same time.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, but also yeah. giving out that kind of energy and that kind of light. Yeah. There's a real cost involved. It's exhausting. It I is mean it's exhausting. And, but you know But it's now, important. But now you have it. Now yes. you have it. And in the near future you're gonna be able to bring it to people, which we're gonna talk about next. But I feel like that's a perfect segue into the second song you chose the this particular artist has spent literally decades, longer than anyone in this room's been alive, mm-hmm. creating songs that are insightful, songs that teach a lesson, tell a story, wag a finger, or simply uplift you and brighten your heart. Her voice, her light, her hair, her energy, her guitar playing, which is wildly underrated, mm-hmm. and the, the force of nature she's been throughout her entire career in music. You've chosen an artist that is one of my very favorites of all time. So I want you to tell people why you chose Dolly and why the song in particular.
2: I love Dolly Parton. I mean, she is just, she's the family member everybody wants. Mm, And and just everybody feels so connected to her. She can't do any wrong. Um, I just love everything about her. This song is so important to me because the lyrics of it, I mean, just because I'm blonde, don't think I'm dumb because this dumb blonde ain't nobody's fool. Like, I just love that. I just love not judging books by their cover Um, All of it is just about how she's going to, you know, move on and consider the source and just be better than than that. You know, the when we when they go low, we go high. I mean, that's what the song is. Um, I got to perform a Dolly Parton song at the Turf Club for the Dolly Tribute. And that was just so amazing to, to be able to sing her songs on stage. So I'm a huge Dolly fan. This is Dumb Blonde. It's my favorite.
0: Like you said, there's nothing to not like about Dolly. Anybody who speaks a word against her must be struck down by the faithful, and we should all be the faithful. (laughs) But one of the things I love about her is, I mean, even in today's so-called enlightened, modern, woke era, rock and roll is still a boys' club. Country music is still very much a boys' club, right? And I'm sure I don't need to tell you that. Um, But when you think about going back to the early 1960s, you know, Porter Wagner was her leg up, and she needed that because at the time... A woman to get taken seriously, especially when she's pretty, giant blonde hair, amply endowed. Yeah, beautiful. No one's going to take her her songwriting or her singing or her guitar playing seriously. Oh, she's a pretty young thing. For her to make statements like that, her and Loretta Lynn did more to advance sort of the voice of women and a woman's place in the world of music than many. I mean, and there obviously have been heroes all along the way. But man, it's got to be exhausting constantly having to work uphill.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a yeah. I mean, that's. A I fair mean, I statement. know it's better now, yeah. but I mean, oh I my don't know God. any different. I don't know any different. Yeah, I know, um, but
3: God damn, it's gotta get better thing, at some point, the right? The
2: thing that I really have been focusing on that the thing that I can make a difference in is supporting other women because there was a lot of backlash when I was coming up, even in my younger years. I would hear crap about me, and it always hurt so much more when it was from a woman. Right. It was just mm-hmm. so painful. Um, it just felt like just sabotage and just horrible because, you know, we're all in this together and, and we're all kind of going on that uphill battle. Right. And, and if we don't have each other's backs, then who does?
0: Then what's the, I mean, good luck. Yeah. Right. So I've
2: made a real conscious effort in supporting other acts and, and always being everybody's best friend. And I think, you know, you know, once you start doing that, you like, you start to see people change and the, and the scenes start to change a little bit and and people are helping each other on the stage now. And I hope we get to a point now where, when you see a festival lineup, there isn't like two female acts to every fifty guys.
0: Which is still a problem, yeah. but I mean, I looked you know, at that, I looked at that latest Pitchfork uh, music fest that they announced for the summer. It's like eighty percent women, and I'm like, I love. That. I'm like, is yes. that an overcorrection? I'm like, well, I don't care because yeah. it's high it's time. That, yeah. let's overcorrect. Let's go ahead and like let these women have a voice. Let's have a cool festival because I hate to break it to everybody. It turns out women can not only sing. Write songs. They can fucking rock, and they can entertain you, and they can put on a show. And that's the bottom. That's all I want from rock and roll. Yeah. I don't really care what's going on underneath your pants. Well, that's not always true, but for the most part, I don't. I don't really what's care happening? what's going on yeah, underneath sometimes. your pants. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, yes, I, I guess that I overstated. I mean, it. How I, you ask? I, I, care I will pay in broad strokes, but it's more important to me that when I go in, I see a proper show. That's yes, what I want to yes. see. Now, before we wrap up by talking about upcoming shows, especially one that I know that you've got coming up. I have to ask one really important question that may cut a little too much into your personal life, but a lot of people it's not have been wondering. question, is it? No, it's not. Okay, We've okay. already <laughs> talked about the pants. No, this one is, I mean, it Am cuts. Am I taking
2: off my pants? No, no, no you are no, not. No, you okay, right. are show, all right.
0: yeah, yeah. Please, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, n- nothing <laughs> not, personal. Not, no. <laughs> nothing personal. I just, Jeez, let's not, th- this is no, no, this isn't that kind of show, <laughs> Jenna. All right, fine. Take off your pants. Yeah. No, um, I want. I want to. I want to ask you about something that hits close to home, and I mean your actual home. And what I'm referring to, of course, is Stewart Watch. A lot of us have been paying attention oh, on Stu. social media, and yes. Stewie. I mean, it's going to be a difficult. It's going to be a tough road to hoe. Stewart is who?
2: Stewart is this little fledgling robin that left his mama's nest a little too early, mm-hmm. and now he lives on my patio. And he can't, I mean, he is so weak. He can't fly. He just hobbles around and he yells all day. He's very crabby. He's very crabby. Well, you would
0: be too if you had wings, but you couldn't fly. Uh-huh. Look, I, I, don't yeah. have, I don't have prehensile digits. I can't pick no. up my food. I need to fly and capture it and peck yeah. it out of the ground. I can't fly. I don't know where the hell my mom is. No. I would be bitchy too.
2: He's real bitchy. And, but I love him to death. He is just so cute. I walk over to him and the first thing he does when he sees me is open his big mouth. <laughs>
1: Mom. And, uh, yeah, mom, 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 mom,
4: mom, mom, mom,
2: mom. And I'm, I'm not your mom, but I'm right. going to help you. So,
1: Do you chew up the food and then just... No, oh, okay. I, you know, I'm oh, not... the classic baby bird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: A lot of us girls haven't done that since high school. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh wow. my gosh, I'm so kidding. I'm so kidding. Hey, That's wow. the worst joke ever. Wow.
1: You can take the girl out of Fridley. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
2: that's the worst joke ever. Take that out. No, um, <laughs> that's not no, leave going it in. anywhere. It's that's
0: it's not going anywhere. Well, that's
2: good. Leave it in. That's part of the act. Um, no, Stewart's great. My my dog Hansy, is kind of babysitting him. We have a cat, so I haven't left. I haven't let the cat out. And uh, no. you know, Hans and I have a cat. My dog. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So my dog's kind of watching Stew, but the mom sweeps in, feeds him in the morning and the night every day. Oh, Let's
0: but he just can't later. get back up to he the nest. He can't.
2: He can't. So he lives on my path. Patio. So he
0: hasn't been abandoned. No, he's just like, where are my bros and my sisters? Yeah, and where the hell's Bomb? Yeah, I haven't eaten in like four hours.
2: Have Seriously. you ever thought about? Crabby. I have
1: an idea, and I don't always have the best ideas, but I think this one's pretty good. Uh oh. You ever thought about? Here we go. Taping Stuart to a dr- small drone just so he can go <laughs> up and visit the. Just let him. Just tape him to the drone. You know what? And just
0: buzz him up.
2: Here's what we do: we family. take a drone, we put a carpet sample on top. Yes, we put Stewart on that. Let him sit on it, uh, and then we, we play a whole new world. We don't have to tape
0: him world. to anything. I, I don't think, think you're it, supposed to tape birds to things. I'm not
1: into TikTok yet, but I think we got something. Here. I think
2: we're TikTok famous, and we, <laughs> we just are. and then we play we
4: already, a whole new world. It's he, over as he goes up. <laughs> whole, whole new world.
0: <laughs> Is Aladdin the only good 21st century Disney movie?
4: Oh
2: no, 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 no
0: name another one this is a whole other show
2: no come on you really you think aladdin's <laughs> the only going i i loved i mean i love the lion king but i i mean i was okay also, lion i was king, also yes. six i gotta so be I,
0: honest I gotta, I gotta be honest little mermaid the songs are okay yep. the story's fine the animation if so i'm an animation buff and the quality of the animation disney was phoning it in so hard for about 10 years there you go back and watch the quality of the animation is absolute garbage. And I realize we've probably lost half of our Patreon supporters by me saying that. I wanted it to be better. I love Disney. Disney has created some of the greatest animated moments in the history of animation. Sometimes you go to movies by yourself, those Disney movies. You just go by
1: yourself and sit there and watch the Disney movies. (laughs) You're making it
0: super weird right. right now, man.
1: That's like my job. Like I just, what oh, is going on here? Nice.
0: Jenna Enemy, uh, the Von Tramps. I want to talk about the Von Tramps That's before what we I go. Was, trying to get him back. Here. Uh, yeah, no, and you did it. You did it. You okay. made it. Weird. You made okay. it so weird. We had to get oh back to gosh. the interview because he was right. I was on the verge because I'm so tired of going <laughs> off on a long what was good and what wasn't in Disney rant. Um, let's talk about the Von Tramps. So your whole year got shut down, but yes. what did you do? Come back and make the best record the band's ever made.
2: I hope so. Okay. Yes.
0: So, Obviously, at some point here, we're taking that on the road, and people are going to get a face full of the Von Tramps, correct? Yes. I see on your page over on the social media platform known as Facebook that you've got a show coming up in September with the Dolly Rots, which is super cool.
2: I love the Dolly Rots. Yeah. Yeah, I love them so much. Kelly Ogden, you know, the, the singer and the lady uh-huh. of the Dolly Rots, I met her outside of the Viper Room in L.A. Oh what? my gosh! Yeah, I did. That's wow. That's the first time we met, and um, she, I told her, you know, yeah, I'm in a band, too, and I do this, and she goes... You had a demo on you? And I said, well, yeah, but I I mean, that's not why why I'm here. I mean, I'm here to see your band. And she goes, you should give your demo to that guy because he loves music. I said, "Okay." So I walked over to this guy. He was kind of an older gentleman. He looked like Davy Jones. And I started talking (laughs) to him. And he loves the Midwest. So we were talking about the Midwest and bands out of the Midwest. And yeah, I gave him my demo. And he's like, yeah, this is cool. Maybe I'll play it, you know. And I left, and I, I didn't think anything of it. Do you know who that guy was? It, was it wasn't Rod- Rodney. It was Rodney. It was Rodney. It was Rodney Bingenheimer.
0: Oh, from Rodney on the Rock.
2: Rodney on the Rock. Literally so, the most
0: legendary underground yes, DJ in California yes. history. Yes, wow. in California
4: Come history. On. Yes.
2: And I was on. I was on Rodney on the Rock that Sunday. That Sunday, and now the Von Tramps are on syndication with that show. And I just I I can't thank Kelly enough. And that that's what I mean about. About women helping women. And yeah. it was she's just such a wonderful person and she and her you know, her husband, the, the guitarist of yeah. of Dolly Rots, and I just I love their music and I'm just so happy to be be back with them.
0: I um, love that story for a number of reasons. What you're talking about, women supporting women. I also love the Dolly Rots, but I'm so glad that Rodney you know, people talk about oh, keeping it real and doing the right thing. Bingenheimer has been a believer for 45 50 yep. years. Yes, I mean yes. and the fact that he's still doing that because this story happened what 3 4 years ago?
2: Oh, almost 10. Years. I mean it was oh, this a was long, long time, time ago. Yeah, mm. almost, Before
0: you really made a name as the Von yes, Tramps. Yes,
2: this is before wow. the Von Tramps. This was a different band entirely. Okay. Um yeah, and it, The it,
0: Scuttlebugs?
2: Was the that, scuttlebugs? that it? <laughs>
0: That, <laughs> I kind of like that name.
2: The Jenna doesn't smoke pot band. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, not that
0: kind of green room was their first DP. Exactly. exactly uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. No, well, I, it's it, not yeah. that
1: kind of green room. Okay, that'll all be right, enough
0: of that right, right oh, there. Sorry. You're playing she with the Dolly, Dolly Rots thing. Uh, yes. <laughs> at the Uptown VFW, yeah. which, by the way, that size room, Dolly Rots, your band. My good buddy Billy Morris said, I know he's going to be there for oh, sure I from D4. Billy. Billy's been <laughs> yes. in this very room. No less than a half dozen times. Billy and I go back a long ways. I was
2: one of the Triple Rock's youngest interns. I know Billy from forever. Yeah, Yeah, from forever ago.
0: Well, I'm looking at our social media, (laughs) and we have lots of mutual friends. So the Dolly Rots this September at the Uptown VFW, are there other dates on the books for the Von
4: Tramps.
2: Yes, we do have we have a ska prom at Palmer's Go on, on August 7th that'll be oh, outdoor. Okay. It's with our friend Space Monkey Mafia and mm-hmm. another ska band called Runaway Ricochet. And we have a DJ spinning in between sets, so that'll be really fun. Awesome. Um, we have a state fair show coming, but I don't know what day yet, so just watch our social media for that announcement.
0: Fun fact, uh, I remember when I worked at a radio station some years ago, we interviewed the woman who coordinated all the bands who performed at the State Fair. Do you realize the State Fair, over the course of 11 days, with the number of stages they have and the number of musical acts they book, is the single largest music festival in the United States on an annual basis? That's wow. crazy. It's a mind bender wow. if you think about I, it.
2: I believe it.
4: Yeah. They have
0: they have literally dozens of stages. And so again, it's not Riot Fest, right? No. I mean it's you know, it's it's not Lollapalooza. <laughs> but over the course of eleven days, they have more bands playing on their collected stages than any other even bigger than Summerfest in Wisconsin. Wow. 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 I mean, it's it's hard to imagine, but it's really true. So you will be there. We'll keep an eye on it. Again, tell me the best place for people to go, your website, if they want to know more.
2: Thevontramps.com is our website. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. However you want to connect with us, we will connect with you. Okay. So- just find us wherever um you can even personally message us where you know we answer our messages so ask us what's going on and we'll tell you where to find us
0: all right well we have to wrap this up but uh i feel bad because there were a bunch of other things i wanted to get to that we didn't have time for because as always the conversation is fun John starts singing. You never really know what's going to happen and on the Brian you know, Oak show. Pants, pants, pants come on. Uh, yeah, well, uh, pants issues. Let's be very clear that no one's pants have come <laughs> off no, yet. No, the pants right? are on. Let's yeah. be very clear about yeah. that. Um, but I wanted to ask yet. you about the writing you do for OC Music News <laughs> yes, and things like yes. that. So do this favor for me. Will you come back again?
2: I would love to come back, Brian. Thank will, you so much. And will you
0: bring one of your collaborators with you? Yes. We'd love to have- uh,
2: You want Hans here, Stuart?
0: I don't care. <laughs> I don't <know> who's <laughs> Hans? Only drones in.
2: Oh Stewart. Oh, Stuart.
0: Yeah, no, I don't want I know. <laughs> I was thinking one of your bandmates. Oh,
2: oh you mean Chelsea and me yeah. Oh yeah, those yeah. people. Okay,
0: well now we don't have room for three, <laughs> but we have room for two. So by then hopefully you'll have decided which one's actually your best friend and you can bring that one oh, with.
2: Oh, that sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, no, well, 2021 could get a little spicy. Let's be <laughs> honest. But Jen enemy thank you very much for
1: coming thank by.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks uh, for putting up with me. Sean, <laughs> no, Sean, you're a gift. Every day. Every time. Wow, I told you I wasn't going
1: to cry today. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Thank you, Sean.
0: Uh, Thanks to Smart Start MN. Thanks to Audio Equip, who provides all the equipment here in the Smart Start MN studio. As the world is opening back up, you need to rent audio equipment. Nate and his crew are solid and they've got good stuff give them a call audioquip.com but there's some other pretender audio quip so make sure you get the right one that's actually based here in minnesota uh thanks to our patreon members thanks to everybody who's ever listened subscribed amplified we really cannot do this much like bands can't do without the people who love them we can't do this podcast without the people who support it and listen to it so thank you very much and since jenna was coming in i was trying to think of bands in the same vein i saw that you had the dolly rot show coming up And this band out of L.A., one of the greatest. Now, again, I'm not calling female-fronted a genre, to be clear, but this does happen to be a female-fronted band. I love this band. Uh, Kim Shattuck, who sadly passed from ALS a couple years Mm. ago. Uh, Just an awful disease, up there with cancer, when it just robs someone of their youth and their vigor, and frankly, ultimately, their life, right? I mean, it's never a happy story. But prior to that happening, the muffs, One of the coolest, and I feel like pop punk is almost too simple an explanation for bands like this or bands like yours, but you know what I mean. I'm trying to give people some sort of loose thing to tether onto, but the muffs were so fun and so good. They could be so loud. They could be heart-wrenching. I absolutely love the muffs. So we're going to wrap up. We try to end the show with a cover song whenever we can, and here's the muffs with their take on a Kim Wilde classic as we wrap up The Brian Oak Show.
5: Bye.